0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Precision Unloaded Podcast. You are joined once again by your regular hosts, Mark and Graham. Hello, Mark. Hello, Graham. You've been very busy, haven't you? Yep. Jetting around New Zealand, flying in helicopters, hunting pigs. Yeah, A busy couple of weeks. Attempting to hunt deer. <laughs> tempting. Um, so this episode is uh, centred around the round two of the Spark 22LR series. Speed versus precision. So we will um we'll get to that in a minute. We'll just have a bit of a quick catch up on what uh, we've both been up to outside of uh well, outside of that event. Anyway, um so Mark, where have you been?
1: Uh we down south. Um, flew down, caught up with some mates and went uh, on a deer hunt in the middle of the Alps there. So. Um, flew in via chopper to a, uh, valley and, uh, to a, to a hut and didn't see the sun for five days and it rained for two and a half days solid without stopping. So good test of all your gear.
0: Whereabouts? You don't give me your exact spot, but where did you fly in? Like what town did you fly in from?
1: Uh, I was basically in from Darfield there, up, um the require yeah direction okay um so we end up probably closer to the west coast than the than the east coast um forecast looked you know alright sort of apart from the rain on three days that was forecast but it did um did happen so yeah so luckily we decided not to go tenting um up where the action is um because i remember simon saying you know when you can't where the action is as soon as you pull the trigger there's no action anymore i was like yeah that's true so uh i thought yeah and because the forecast we thought we'd stay in a hut so that was good um i had my solar lighting system and uh, there was that little sun that it didn't pick up a single ray of sunlight for the entire time and went flat so This was to It just to tells you how
0: Illuminate the hut
1: Yeah Okay So that shows you uh, What sort of Beautiful weather we had So I mean the rain Was just steady And it wasn't windy it certainly wasn't windy No wind Like it would just Drift up and down the valley So Anyway Saw um 15 or 16 deer Decided not to shoot some Bad mistake Anyway <laughs> should have blown the first one away i saw on the first night but i didn't and then um one decision led to another yeah i felt like i was on some ridiculous hunting show where they go Oh, now we'll leave that one. Oh, oh we'll leave that one oh, that oh i might that. scare something yeah if
0: we, if we yeah. just left yeah. that for a couple more years we'll, we'll probably never see yeah. it again but
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so talking to someone on the way in about who's been hunting in that area and uh he was talking about similar stuff and he's like, Yeah, basically if it's brown it's down. It's like yeah, I suppose that's a good good theory. Well, it was of shooting
0: up, yeah, on the farm, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So Yep. So at various times I had um a solution for a deer in my sights at about five hundred and forty meters, then three hundred and fifty meters, then I could have been about 800 on the first night. I was going to have a... I thought, oh, why not? Because um, I, I took the gun to do it.
0: So Okay, but I okay. Sort of, what? what's the uh, gun?
1: Uh, so it's a Bagara B14 Wilderness 300 PRC. Um, and I chucked the NX-8 4-32 on it. So
0: this is like and a, uh, a wealthy version of HMR, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah 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 slightly slightly cooler looking stock yes but they're not that cool looking anyway And 300 PRC, yeah so and i uh, put the hellfire brake on it which made it um hectically noisy which my shooting companions found out at the end of the weekend so at the end of the week but i uh, certainly not light yeah so quite a heavy setup all round, and i was glad i took um those h2 gunner scabbard packs so you can stuff the gun down and carry it on a backpack is it herbal stock stock? oh whatever there uh oh yeah i know what i'm talking
0: about Eberly stock
1: yeah 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 that's it
0: very popular over in arrow hunter style events yeah so
1: so that did that did help but um the other two guys had a seven eight and a seven by fifty seven Mauser. so
0: with a bit less experience with shooting at distance?
1: Mm yes. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Yeah. So my, my sort of plan was to go down there and have a shoot something a long way away. And certainly yep. the wind was perfect for it. It was stuff all, so um Yeah. So Probably the best looking one we had. he was about five hundred and forty metres away, quite up a steep face. But um I just felt yeah, you'd kill yourself trying to get it, retrieve it, so I said no, we'll just leave it. But came back to haunt me. Any yeah. good heads around laid Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple uh so then I didn't see oh, the one I saw next, he walked out only 230 metres away and uh, I was about 10 metres from the rifle and um, yeah, could not get back to it before he walked off, so that was a bit disappointing. He was a good sized deer, good head on, but not sure why, I couldn't quite tell how
0: many, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And a few spikers at sort of various ranges and I basically watched three different lots for quite a while I think I stood in one spot for about five hours at one point just monitoring about three different lots of deer certainly good when you can once you spot them keep a track of them Um, it's quite a bushy area so they reckon it um, holds a few more good heads than some of the opener country where they get picked off. So, yeah, but no, she was certainly, um, it wasn't cold, cold, but um, the hut had an open fire. If you didn't have it cranking, it basically smoked the hut out. So, <laughs> all my gas you now <clears throat> smells hectically like it's been through a smoker of some sort.
0: I can't you, get rid of it. How did your, um, your expensive jacket go in the rain? Magnificent. Magnificent?
1: Yeah. No, it was, um, did everything as advertised kept keep me dry. Um, with the inner zipped into it, it is crazily warm, though. So I think on the first day it was persisting down all day. So I went for a walk. And <laughs> if I exerted myself, I could just, <laughs> I started, um, you know, overheating. Mm-hmm. And because it was raining, I couldn't be bothered, so I just, just slowed down a bit and cruised along and stopped and glassed some faces. And um, but ah it's yeah, well designed jacket.
0: Yep. Cool. Um, it sounds like a uh, eventful trip. Not as, quite as much an yeah. home as you would like, but
1: yeah, yeah. No, but I'd go back there and certainly maybe a slightly earlier trip um, when it's not so bad although, yeah, I suppose the other guys are a bit younger and fitter than me so they walked quite a bit further up a couple of the side valleys so there's certainly some good country in there Um, no, it's interesting yeah. I'd probably take a lighter gun next time (laughs) simple as that, but
0: what would Have you thought about buying a carbon fibre gun?
1: <laughs> no, I don't have one, actually.
0: Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I thought maybe it's something you could look into in the future. Oh, no, hold
1: on. I've got... Yes, no, I have... Of course, I've got some already, so... <laughs> I could have taken that. <laughs>
0: actually, you got a carbon 6.5 PRC. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I was thinking of that several times, going, why did I not bring that? <laughs> Which was uh, Seiken's Precision Havoc PH2, I think, mm. yeah, whatever they called, Pro oh. Hunter 2.
0: That would have been great.
1: It would have been spot on, not too heavy, not too light, just right.
0: Anyway, um, I think we talked about it before you went, but... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, enough about a, a trip with no deer. Um, you also sent me a photo of a rather large pile of dead pigs last night
1: yeah so i got back and i was sort of doing a bit of reconnaissance because the pig hunting comp's coming up next week and um ah oh, it's just hectic there's pig rooting everywhere so i was like ah oh, i can't wait till next week so i went out and didn't see a bloody thing for half the night and then finally got onto um quite a few at the very back of the farm so i blew away the blew away the bigger pigs two of them and then I started dealing to the smaller ones. And uh, the third bigger pig had disappeared. But then (laughs) I was actually listening to a podcast the whole time. So I wasn't listening to the noise. And the third pig circled around me and was coming back between me and the bike because of all the squealing going on. Mm -hmm. So I I had to hightail it back to the bike and get the grab the nine millimeter and shoot it before it got too excited. I think it was um, getting a bit defensive. Um, They do, I've had them walk out before sows, especially if you catch one of the smaller ones. Um, So no, got her just in time. Um, But he ended up, yeah, shooting about 10 of them, so that was good. Um, They've certainly made a huge mess out there, so... But nothing that was competition-worthy. They were just... 80 pounders with smaller, smaller rag-ass ones in tow sort of thing, so.
0: There's definitely no shortage of um, pigs around at the moment, is there?
1: No, no, so where that was, you know, you go to three different directions and there's plenty of sign from different mobs of pigs, so there was, a uh, if anyone knows the, the hut, the hut where people stay, that ridge there there was a whole mob tra- traipsing down there when I got to the gate following one, one after the other so that's another separate mob again so yeah next week we'll be in- into it try and find a big one or well, well, an you, average weight
0: one anyway you shot the two big ones a month ago
1: <laughs> yes yes people have told me this <laughs> I should have left them but you'd well, you never see, see again. them again yeah
0: you see them no, like, no. when you last seen that big gun. it was like a year before exactly it's, a, yep. it's just a big outing competition it's just a big so now that was
1: um with the sag cross yeah it's good to shoot with that thing
0: cool oh it sounds like you've had a lot of different uh but
1: the nine mil i ought to change the scope on the nine
0: mil is the red dot not working
1: uh it's not good for with shooting with a headlamp It's just terrible yeah it's not good and for that
0: much the, to be honest dot is
1: anyway I think going with an LPVO of some sort would would be a better compromise then the scope is closer to your face and your headlamp's not going to get in the way you know in terms of reflecting back off it yep problems problems
0: totally anyway enough um, about um, shooting pigs and deer should we talk about some competition shit rather than uh
1: yeah Peaks, Peaks, yeah, yeah well of course you want to talk about it graham because you've redeemed yourself um, <laughs>
0: all right so somewhat a couple of weeks back week and a half back we had round two of the spark 22 lr series uh held tickerangy so nice and close so both mark and i and oh, how do we get into this so we've talked about it before but this event's uh slightly shorter range um I'd say slightly bigger targets uh but tighter times and higher round counts so more hits required and less time to do it so the idea is the semis get a bit of a a leg up in this one it's still doable by the bolt guns but um yeah where to start so
1: plenty of unlimited round count that was great
0: heaps of unlimited round count
1: loved it it must have been four
0: there's a few. I, more. I think that was done specially for you, to be honest.
1: I think so. Yeah, I believe it was requested. Was, it was probably my best result of the day was getting through 50 rounds so on one stage.
0: I believe, we're going to jump ahead here, but you Sorry. got first place in the most rounds fired for the day. Yeah. And, and Carl was is... second.
1: <laughs> Same squad. <laughs> <laughs> monkey see, monkey do.
0: Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, um... Yeah, there was quite a few stages actually. Um, in fact, I'm going to say there was three stages, or at least three targets. Anyway, there was three stages. So with the last like three or four seconds, I'd put a new ten round mag in, and I did the full on Mark Andrews, patent Pending, mag dump, and three yeah. times it got me the last hit I needed. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's great fun. So okay, we'll start off. Well, let's talk about. Um, rifles because i run something slightly different from normal uh yeah
1: so graham you're often running a you know a budget build of a voodoo um you changed tech this time tell us about that
0: yes i did a trade with uh our former podcast sponsor jeff um we'll we'll cover that in a minute (laughs) no um it, uh, it was mark's choice to drop the sponsorship not me um <laughs> it's not true i mean maybe <laughs> maybe true uh no just joking but uh, it's, I, it's I, not being vindictive maybe <laughs> i swapped um uh jeff a 1022 for a for a mil-suit rifle of mine he wanted um <clears throat> anyway it's uh 1022 and a uh, mdt chassis or whatever the bloody barrel is and what? uh we did a few mods too many trigger uh, which Simon put in it because he hated the factory trigger and uh, extended bolt handle, a few other things like that. And um, So how much
1: better is the Timney than a BX?
0: A significant upgrade.
1: Yeah, yeah. it is better than sorry than the it's better than the upgraded
0: Timney yeah. trigger, the, isn't it the BX is yeah. okay. But yeah the, but the Timneys uh well it's also twice the price. It's like a five hundred dollar retail trigger. <laughs> Yeah, but what, once you okay. use it, you don't want to go back. Yeah. No, I don't
1: notice triggers. I don't care.
0: You, you just need to be able to pull them faster.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and we just got it a bit more um, uh, slicked up for the speed and gave it a good clean. It was uh, when we first got it, it was having a few issues with a few light strikes and um, it got a good scrub out and it was great. Um, so it was pretty cool to run. Uh, run the. Sh- scope did i put on there the javelin in the end um the javelin yeah not the javelin what's the other one the striker strike eagle no the striker i tried the strike eagle but it was way oh, too. Oh, the big. delta striker yeah sorry oh, the oh, delta yeah, sorry. striker yeah. the strike eagle the vortex yep. strike Eagle, was way too busy uh, too busy uh, busy close. yeah like the reticle i couldn't gel with the Reticle. where does that sound ah, yeah that it was a bit much for me on the real close short range you better send it back to me then yeah pretty much I'll send it attached to a 260 (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah so yeah uh, the the Delta Striker I find uh the parallax doesn't come get quite enough would be the only complaint on that scope Um, yeah just for those 10 meter shots. yeah it still works fine um but that'd be the only complaint a lot of optics now are coming with like a 10 meter parallax uh, which is nice but anyway um so what did you run Mark a, 20, 22,
1: a ten twenty two a ten twenty two as well, I believe. Yeah. So probably for the fifth time in a row, the ten twenty two competition. So with the awesome wooden stock and Graham's favourite Magpul bipod.
0: And a muzzle um, brake. And a muzzle brake.
1: Still running a break.
0: Because because it annoys much us. Mu- much
1: to every squatterman's disappointment. <laughs> um and for the second time in a row the five to thirty sierra 6 bdx scope so i can just enter all my holdovers in and away i go um so no it was yeah not performed well didn't malfunction or anything so um had the trimag set up again and two other spare mags um i really need to get them i might grab another mag and end up with two trimags i think that'll give me 60. But then they'd probably just waste more ammo but anyway who cares um yeah so no it worked well i mean like taking the that bipods actually easy, quick to detach and stuff so i could you no, know for that no, um, for a couple not. stages you take 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 the well, quickish <laughs> take <laughs> take the um you know what's that thing you put over your shoulder sling yeah sling that's it um because i don't use them sling, take no, the sling no, off don't. so you can Poke it through uh, those uh, net things. You know that stage where you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else? No, special match ammo again, which it likes. So. Um. And uh, yeah, that was about it. Just yeah, it didn't even. It was good all day. Again. Um, can't think. No. So no complaints.
0: You were mag dumping uh rws special match ammo weren't you yeah <laughs> i love it <laughs>
1: what were you in tac 22 or something
0: yeah normal tac 22 ah. yeah, uh, uh, i was gonna try run the um cost of living
1: crisis stuff
0: rws pistol match because i got i don't know two or three thousand rounds of it there still and um but it's real grubby it's like a super waxy ammo and it just um, yeah yeah, wasn't Not the goods good no and, and I'd say the the Norma TAC which is RWS target rifle um, was it was more accurate out of 200 metres when I did some grouping so like, it wasn't this isn't now nah, this ain't the voodoo I think I was holding like a maybe like a four three and a half four inch group so two MOA group at two hundred meters. Um, but whereas the voodoo's like sometimes a quarter of that in calm conditions, you know, so but again the match didn't need that pinpoint accuracy. So anyway, um how'd you find the big scope on the short range stuff?
1: No no fine, didn't notice it. Um actually i did a good question graham because i did notice that i I used i didn't alter the zoom much all day and even on the longer stuff i was probably only um somewhere up towards eight or nine power and i just yeah i just really didn't alter it much left it down on five for quite a lot of the time which is minimum for it um the one in the trees speedy possums wasn't an issue Um, obviously i could i think it um 15 or 13 meters some of those targets were it actually puts the dot below again so yeah because it's so short range you're holding above target which is therefore the dots so i had basically a dot for the for those close little targets in the scope um so i went fine yeah yeah probably after being down south and mucking around looking at it yeah the amount of zoom i a, th- a 3 to 18 would be fine and it's i wouldn't use anything else but i just can't really get around to pulling the 3 to 18 off my two two three and putting it on it
0: so what 3 so. to 18 is that the another bdx
1: another bdx another oh. bdx yeah i'm sticking with the of with that so I can cons- mainly can- <clears> to <throat> my consistently not getting on the podium.
0: <laughs> consistently okay. Yeah, well, that's better than like really, really bad than really good. Yeah. You
1: know, and what? And what so, what was your fundamental reason for changing from your winning formula uh, that got you seventeenth? Uh,
0: the voodoo is currently getting a. If the chamber gets grubby, it, there's potential for it to lock a cartridge in there. Yeah. Um, and with the high round count um, I thought I, and also the lack of time so if I did have a, um, an issue and I had to pull a stuck case out which is easy to do I've got a little tool for it um, and then also the weight I, I thought the light, the lighter uh, easier to handle and move with 1022 would be an advantage and yeah. I'd say uh, so last year I was the first year of this event when I won it I ran the Chris DMK second year I couldn't get it to run properly uh, because it was broken so I didn't so I ran the voodoo and then this year the new, put newly put together 1022 um, was working well so I thought I'd run that I was new I was
1: so will you carry on running it
0: no not for well I'll run the voodoo and the at pew pew and such okay that'll be back to like a smaller target a bit more distance um event yeah
1: yeah so i'll be back to not going
0: to that event then because you hey you come in the same position you come 17th <laughs> like <laughs> i did uh,
1: i've told you before that that event's a bogey event for me and you say but I you've only been to one i was like yeah <laughs> but anyway okay graham what was your uh what are your favourite stages on the day? I mean, this is an event that's probably been to a few of them now. or this time, to- yeah. You're three
0: years old. this, At, event?
1: this- Yeah. So the stages um, quite often are, are similar. than then, and this year probably more so was quite a lot of similarity last year, which was good. So, <clears throat> I
0: think um, I I really really enjoy. There's a couple stages I was worried about. Uh, stage one, which is a, which is my last stage of the day. It's a, a like a, it's a learn your limits racket, like one hundred and seventy or one hundred and eighty meters, um, big to small. Uh, I was a bit worried about the accuracy of the ten twenty two on that rack, um, but it was fine. I think it, it took me like three extra shots to clear it, and then you then had to bank the targets by. There's a, um, a spinning target that you had to move out of the way and expose a small hidden target behind it um turned a custer for me last year had a jam up with the voodoo um but this year i ripped through it in no time like i was i had it done and you know like half the time and uh I, had, I was ready to go with like 60 rounds of ammo because unlimited and i just i'm not sure if i did more than two mags to be honest um so maybe two and a half mags so i was real worried about that stage i wouldn't say it was the best stage of the day but i was just real happy to actually knock that out without um <sighs> you know a monkey off the back on that one um oh favorite stage, yeah, that
1: was one of one one of my later stages too was that one so um
0: you didn't have quite enough, enough. ammo I understand
1: no, and now that I think about it, that was one where <laughs> unlike you, I did get through fifty rounds, and I think I went almost to the, I went to the second and last on the rack. And then I thought, right, I'm going to bank it, went to the mover, just mag-dumped at it, and they were just having trouble counting how many times I was hitting the orange one, the target behind it. Did that, and then I moved back and got the last, I think it took me about another mag-dump and a half to get the last target on the rack. And then I came back to bank it, and I moved it with one shot, and then the deadly click happened. And that was my... chop my 50th round <laughs> and so i had one round short of um clearing
0: it so the moral of the story is you need at least 60 rounds
1: yeah i need a mag. so 60 rounds would be great i don't know if i would i think time would have been a problem but but it's good I mean, yeah that's the thing with unlimited stages if the time's short enough you know you're, you're not going to be able to get rid of all those mags anyway so it's not that wasteful <laughs> Anyway, carry on. Your next favourite stage?
0: Uh, I'd I'd say we'll we'll talk about the blind stage later because there was another classic Simon (laughs) blind stage. But (laughs) who's
1: ever going to say that's their favourite stage?
0: No, no, no. I'm going to. Oh, the hunter class really enjoyed their version of it.
1: Um, Yeah, a lot of them got a few.
0: Yeah, but we'll come again. We'll come back to to blind blind stage, and it was quote toned down. (laughs) But anyway um I really yeah, like I... I liked the two stages in the bush the um speedy possums and whatever that next one is uh, we got there's a swinging target close I there's a four targets you've got to hit each swinging target three times and each other target twice and you got three mags yeah. and four rounds each
1: so, standing unsuppo- well, just unsupported
0: yeah yeah and and because last year he um forgot to write out or didn't write out tripods. Then, I know. I can use the
1: trigger stick. So, funny,
0: funny enough, me and Simon had that conversation before this event, and I was like, "Oh, are you going to write out tripods?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." And he wrote out tripods because <laughs> tri- tripods made that stage super easy, and it's just to give me. they're for? <laughs> well, yes, but if you if you have to do that, um,
1: yeah. Well, let's say tri- a trigger stick's maybe not tripods because you can't deploy them fast enough to do it. But anyway. Hmm.
0: No, you can. You, the appropriate if, support. If you, you you just deploy it to just don't make the legs long. Oh
1: yeah, lo- low height.
0: Yeah, yeah. Low yeah, and then yeah, just yeah, knee. Sorry. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. so there's like uh, you're in the bottom of a, next to a creek. It's a bit swampy. There's a little lump of dirt next to you. Uh, so I sort of sat on the lump of dirt in a sitting position. I didn't, and then I didn't clear it. I think because target. When I say swinger, it's imagine like it's not a fishing rod, but imagine a fishing rod with the target hanging off it. So when you hit it. It starts bouncing. Uh, so you hit the mover, then hit the other targets, and hit the mover, then hit the other targets, and hit the mover. I, but I didn't quite hit the last little tab that was between the big tree. Uh, so down one there, but that that was probably my. Yeah, I quite like that stage. The, the the only four rounds in the magazine though. God, it. I don't know how to practice that, but you sort of <clears throat> you build your position to take your fifth shot, and then click, and you, oh shit, and then you. You've got to register, why am I empty? It's like, oh, that's right off. It's a four-round per mag stage. Drop the mag, which is easy enough with the new... The Timney triggers. got the big, long uh, magazine release. Um, and then uh, pop a new one out and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I might have been running a the tri-mag there, actually. I think I was. And, um, but yeah, that, that, those slow magazine changes is what uh, prevented me from... Well, I ran out of time for the last shot, essentially. Yeah. It was what I'd say. How'd you go on that one?
1: The bouncy target one?
0: Yeah, stage four.
1: Three. Four. 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 Uh, that was my first stage of the day, and I think I halved it, and got about half the points. Carl almost cleared it, got double what I got, so that uh, set the scene. <laughs>
0: And you never quite
1: caught up to him. And uh, I sort of did, but then he shot. He found another target on the blind stage, and that was that. Yeah, it was close. It
0: was close. and Carl, Carl blind stages.
1: Yeah, well, he's got better eyes than me. So, but we'll talk about the blind stage because I use my thermal imager. So,
0: you want to talk about it now?
1: Oh, why not? Okay. So, um, um,
0: let me, should we explain the blind stage first before you talk about how you tried to game it? Um, so w- the idea will. We'll, <laughs> uh, the blind stage is a new area, kind of by where the mover was last year. It was actually a fantastic spot for a blind stage. Um, excellent. So there was sort of uh, one direction for Hunter class, and which was, um, oh, I don't think I'm not sure what the furthest target was, but they weren't particularly.
1: It was right in range. more. It was in more open country, which is was a good idea
0: yes but I would warrant to say it was harder than last year's one
1: especially with the thermal
0: <laughs> and the targets went out to like 140 metres or 160 metres something like that the one the one complaint I'd have about stage apart from me not being able to find things is I think there should have been a maximum distance given so you're given like a left and right of arc but I think a maximum distance should have been given because you sort of um, there's a sort of infinite distance up this hill but man they were so one thing that's commented on in the past with blind stages was the fact that you look for the frames that the targets hang on so the majority all bar one I believe of the targets this time around were hung on these special single post hangers so you cannot see any of the frame hanging suspending the target we can see is the target itself and then they're painted like gray and brown and slightly camouflaged and they're tucked in amongst a scrub and grass and reeds in the swamp and um at my first like minute i was in like panic mode like i'm not going to find one target how did you go when you first got it? so you you deployed the thermal straight away didn't you
1: yep yeah uh and i was similar i started the time was burning through and i was like i'm not gonna find a thing even with this bloody contraption so because it was up a valley the sun was coming from the side so it had um a little valley it had one side in the shade one side in the sun so the side was in the sun i could find the targets to- well a few um because if the targets were in the sun the, the the steel heated up slightly more so i could pick them up in the thermal so I found one pretty quickly, shot it. Um and then I was mucking around there was a tree there which had a bit of heat in it. Anyway, so I'm sorta of downplaying the thermal, was it worth it? Yeah.
0: Um So is is your plan to downplay the thermal to prevent them getting banned?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Would I use it again? Absolutely. I mean no, no, I wouldn't. Um <laughs> In, in a certain circumstance, it would work, um, but you've got to be looking down them a lot. Because I found another target, and then I could not locate it fast enough with my naked eye, or you know, without looking through the thermal. I could see it in the thermal, but then I couldn't find it because mm-hmm. often the the thermal um, is hard to find unless you've got reference points of vegetation that are different. You'll find you'll battle to find um, where you're looking at. Yeah so it, it takes a bit of skill to to determine like the first target I found was beside a Manuka tree and I could see that in the thermal quite easily so I could then have a reference to find the target itself
0: how many targets did you so, engage uh, one <laughs> just the one by the Manuka I, bush I
1: found, I found the second one and couldn't find couldn't find it again in time <clears throat> yeah. to shoot it Yeah. so I was just there uh, I th- uh, no i didn't engage it because I didn't, I didn't i ran out of time so
0: and i was um, convinced there'd be something close like quite close because so i bit mean of, the thermal's
1: got a ra- yeah ah, oh, true yes right right and clo- yeah close 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 yeah yep yeah, yep yeah.
0: because you know there's um there's a swamp right below you and a bit of bit of shit and um a few things and i was like yeah nah there, there must be a gimme you know, like a, an easy one or a real simple one that you'd overlook and I spent heaps of time yeah. looking right in front of me. Because of Ragnarok. Left. Yes, yes. Um,
1: there was three close ones and one particularly down to the right, which was so close that you like, oh, I saw it <laughs> at, the <end." laughs> at the end. I was like, oh, I mean, how do I miss that? Yeah. So then it comes to this one you're thinking the same thing. You're thinking, there's got to be one or two super close that I'm just not paying attention to i wish i see what you're saying about having no endpoint. point i was looking way up
0: the hill quite a lot um yeah it's not a major i just think it's something and i major. reckon
1: i could i'm pretty damn sure i picked up one up there but i couldn't find it again so i think, I yeah. think
0: there was one fair distance out hey like 100 maybe 150 yeah. meters 160 meters um but but again that's that was what was set for everyone um i ended up finding two i found the one at the manuka bush Purely by chance, then on the opposite side of the, the sort of the gully, whatever you're going to call it, creek, swamp, gully, I found uh, supposedly it's yeah. a, one of my rabbit targets. I couldn't tell it was a rabbit, but I just seen the grey, uh, you know, uh, sort of flat surface, and um, it was in the shade, so I couldn't find it. For the yes, thermal, yeah. So, so I, um, when I got there, I deployed my tripod to a low position, stuck my and had the little table on it, stuck my bag on, and then my shooting bag. And then just sat on there with the binos, and then um, and then as soon as I and then the, the, the 1022 was just next to me on its um, an empty chamber with the mag in. And then as soon as I found a target, I just pop it up on the bag, bang bang, shoot the <clears throat> the target. When I found it, and then obviously the bipod was out, so I just pop it back on the ground, with the safety on, being a semi, and um, get back to scanning. So like I said, I come out of it with two targets engaged, both twice for f- four hits um, uh, uh, sh- how many targets was there was there five or something or six yeah, uh, yeah five, or six, five or six yeah. The, yeah, so when I left they got pointed out to me there was one in the swamp not far from me which was a tab and then yeah that was on a, that
1: was on a, that was on a frame
0: yeah but it was hidden yeah, behind yeah. some uh, some reeds and then... I could pick up
1: the frame like, that's why I found it yeah the whole frame but you didn't frame. shoot it no, it was too late and I couldn't find what I'm saying. I couldn't, oh. I can see it in the thermal, but I couldn't find it with
0: uh, my scope. Did the depth perception fuck you up a bit?
1: Yeah, that was, yeah, that combined with the fact it was in a, you know, a vegetation, an area of vegetation was all similar. Yeah. So you look at it and go, oh, it must
0: be out of, and then I was just, no, too late. Did, did you range it with your um, binus? Yeah. Oh, and you still couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, that was you? a good
1: thing. The the thermal the thermals, yeah, I could range them and that was fine. But I once again I thought if I do find one well that first one the one by the Munuk was a pretty big target relatively for its distance,
0: so it wasn't like you had to do much thinking to hit it. No, it was like a um six inch square or something, diamond, wasn't it? It's pretty big. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and only like a hundred and 100 odd on metres. But it was cool. It was still very hard. I think I think. depending... Do you think if you shot it at the end of the day with the sun glowing back into the gully it would have been easier? Uh, Some targets probably still would have been shadowed.
1: Yeah, later in... No, we were pretty late on shooting it. I mean, no, we had... Yeah, we were later in the day. So, oh, yeah,
0: that's, to be honest, so was I. I was, was probably the second to last squad to shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe not. Um it's still cool. But the hunters
1: obviously they the hunter class guys shot off to the
0: different direction.
1: Yeah. Guys and girls shot off to the right, didn't they? So yeah. Yeah. But I I never had a look at that, but they seemed to find a few more and hit a few more than than we did. <laughs> there was there on was, average.
0: There was two guys in our squad. Um, reasonably new to the sport, but they're like, Oh man, I got there and I'm looking around and I see this rock. but there's a rock and I'm like, nah. It's just a rock, in the guy's paddock, and the, like, wherever it was, I never seen it. And um, you know, oh well, I'm just going to ignore that rock. It was just a grey target, <laughs> <But they> both, <laughs> or something. they like, it was like a bigger one, maybe it's sort of towards their max distance. And yeah, uh, just, it would have been
1: one of those shaped ones of some. Well, it would have been a shape. Yes, yeah, oh, probably
0: a, a, a fucking circle or a square or something. You know, that just. Like, uh, oh, he's like man I'm gutted it was it was a target I talked to the RO at the end and it was a target or something like that I was like man if, if fuck if I, if I had seen a rock and I was like half sure it was maybe a target it's like it's copping a bullet <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah um I don't
1: I think so were you by knowing it to find them
0: yeah yeah oh, oh shit yeah my eyes aren't good enough to um no I'm not Cal Knox
1: yeah he just seems to problem. do well
0: in most every uh blind stage I think he, him, and Tom. So Tom won the day.
1: I'm gonna have to feed him some ethanol so I can partially blind him.
0: He's your teammate when you do team comps. Oh, sorry, sorry, so sorry. You, you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, but him, him, and Tom got the high score on uh, the blind stage, I believe. Bastards. That's good. Um, That's great. It's great. Anyway, right, so moving on from from the. The quote toned down blind stage, which was very fun. It's an excellent spot for it, and I look forward to another blind stage happening there again next yep.
1: year. Yeah, don't put them in the shade. It's all my, my tip of the day. Uh, nah, put them Keep in them shade. in a sunny spot.
0: Damn I'm just going to have to get no. some more expensive thermal gear.
1: <sighs> yeah, I'll have to. Some um, sort of metal detector.
0: Full disclosure, we'll probably ban thermal equipment um, now that Mark started using it. So don't, yeah, go, that's all good. don't go and buy some. What about a clip-on on the front so then you can find it and yeah then, and then shoot it
1: oh yeah. i'll just use my day night scope there you go
0: oh yeah is that perfect no nope. oh, anyway um moving on from the blind stage what was your favorite what was your favorite stage mark the eight stage, uh, stage so
1: me i stage two the trees um the treat because i i've it's a stage i've historically struggled on maybe not completed and I went through it pretty easily and made good choices, shot well off the trees. It had the large target at one seventy didn't it? Yeah. Yep, yeah, that nice hit. aluminium yep. one that's real yep. loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I yeah, no, I I waltzed through that one, I'm pretty sure. Don't I think I cleared it. Anyway. Um but no time, you know, my strategy was good. I think I went back to the the most um there's four trees you had to shoot off each one and um i think the second one or the third one has got more um foliage in the way so i thought i no, will go there last
0: <laughs> okay yeah we'll come back to that so I, thought I'll I, go, I thought that. i
1: thought i'd i thought i'll go there last and then um carry on through and i can't can you remember what stage what you had to hit is it a close and a. Uh, no.
0: so you had a oh this. One, two, three, a one, two, three. Kind of wasn't close, it? Yeah. like 20 metres or yeah. something. And then, like, yeah.
1: something at maybe like 80 uh, or something. A mid, yeah, and then yeah. the far one, yeah. yeah. And off each tree, so yeah. No, that was good. I, I, I enjoyed it because I finally got it sorted in terms of how I did it. And um, it's one where I, I realised, even on the far target, I was still only sitting on pretty low power. Didn't even alter it. I tend not to once I start a stage.
0: No, no, yeah, I, so I, I, don't alter power unless it's a massive change of. Uh, I sort of engagement. don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> as long as I'm finding stuff, which was on that stage, I was fine. I wasn't wasn't losing targets. Didn't have any issue, you know. It didn't have any issue um, locating them. So.
0: Right. So I, I really like this stage because the trees are really cool. Because they're sort of kind of like a prop, maybe. Well, a natural terrain. But they don't really offer any support you've got to kind of use the side of the tree uh um, yeah
1: you think it's going to be all good but then you're just slipping off the side
0: yeah like there's no point taking a shooting back
1: and so um, what did you do uh the ground that caused you to regret
0: uh so well when I say regret I was down a hit and yeah at, yeah. at the end of the day that made the difference so <clears throat> what I should have done is I started from um right to left so like you said, yeah the, so going right to left the third tree that you shot from had a bunch of holly bush in front yeah Uh, i should have gone first tree second tree fourth tree and got all the easy hits well easier hits and then used my last amount of time and mag dumps on the fourth tree with that had um the foliage obstructing the the target view because i went first second third tree got to the holly i wasted a heap of time striking foliage and looking for holes like uh, windows to shoot through um, and then by the time I got to the last tree, I was really low on time and I managed to... Oh, I might have dropped two points there, actually. I, I know I hit the long target. I just mag-dumped the whole mag in my last two yep. seconds and hit the aluminium target by pure luck. Um, but if I had a... Yeah, I should have done that tree last is what I'm getting at. Um, so... <laughs> one of the few little issues i had with stage planning that day was was that could have been done a bit better yeah yeah but but awesome stage because you got like a really really close range target like i don't know 15 meters or 20 meters like and then you've got 170 odd meters 180 meters i think the longest shot of the day um yeah and a really nice loud it's aluminium target so it's got a really loud ring which is cool
1: so what do you think of stage three this year
0: uh, speedy possums yeah um i didn't better clean it. Semi? this oh, semi is so much better for that stage yeah. like if you run the bolt gun you have to be smooth deliberate and accurate but with, with the semi you can be like <laughs> it's, black, rough and <clears> useless well, I, I come up for i did the the so how it works for those who haven't shot this event and, and you should it's one of the best ones um there's like four targets at like 15 to like 12 15 meters not far away but they're yeah. in the bush yeah. so that it can take a second to id where they are and then there's a fifth target i'm um, sort of beyond the bush but you look through the bush at it so you gotta look through the windows in the tree you do like a 90 second run and you hit each target twice so i just like took my time bang 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 that was fine and then you reset With whatever ammo you have left so being a semi i put safety on change the mag so now i've got 11 shots right yeah and then you have to um uh start the re you re essentially they reset your time for rifleman class you then get 17 seconds which sounds like a lot of seconds But you like shoot your first target and they're like, Oh yep, nine seconds left and you're like, Oh shit So So I come up on my speed run and I miss the first target like twice or something bullshit, you know? Just from natural point of aim being off or whatever and so but it, I got a semi, so I just haul it to the left edge of the target and bang, hit and I managed to hit the four close ones just again mag dumping on the fourth target as my time ran out and hitting it but not hitting the fifth target of the speed run so uh, uh, but that semi same thing managed to quickly fix the miss at the start with a re-engagement and yeah. then dump like the, the four or five shots I had left whatever it was at the um second to last target and, and get a hit where I with a bolt, I probably would have. I would have got one shot away and missed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, we. It was our last stage, so as we walked past going to our first stage, I said, to "Everyone, have a good look at all the targets, because when we come back at the end of the day, there'll be no paint on them." <laughs> Which was true. When we came back at the end of the day, they're like, "Oh God, thank God we had a good look to you know to get the locations." The one at the back was fine, but the other four smaller ones had got pretty uh, beaten up by that stage. So, but we both—I think—what happened? The t- two hunter class guys shot first, and they only had to single tap, I think. And um so then, <laughs> me and Carl—I did it, and I shot all of them once. And they're like, "God, there's not there's a lot of time for that." They're like, "Oh no, you got to double, <laughs> you got to shoot Wait, them. Okay, so find them all again and shoot them again, and then do the reset for the one, you know, one hit each." So and I was just like, "Oh God." So I got through the first part, and I think I was one or two short on the 17-second
0: stage part of it. So. Oh, so you, so you, you nearly did. Well, you did what Simon did on the blind, not blind stage, but the similar stage at Pew Pew. Yeah. So he did the same thing, like five targets, shot them all once each, goes to leave the shooting box, and i'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And, but he manages to get through it. and uh, did, did, now, did you do a classic Graham? <laughs> I've done this before, <laughs> and then uh, didn't read the rules properly.
1: Yeah, I can't quite uh, remember what happened because I think our two, the two young guys who were doing Hunter, went were up first, and so it was just following what they were doing, and I forgot. I think yeah, and then I think even when Carl shot last, we might he might have done the same thing as I did. He we shot them all once they were like oh fuck you've got to shoot them all. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to go back and find them all again um, so yeah but no a lot better I think your people must have had uh, their batteries in their scopes this, this year yeah I, I run being not being yeah.
0: I run Illumination Yeah, and I was the yeah. second squad on that stage I think or third so they were pretty reasonably easy to see That now when they're f- bright orange at the start they are still tricky to see it's not that you have to... It's not that they're hidden. You just have to align yourself properly. Stand, in, Excuse me. Stand in the right area. Like, you're meant to... There's a peg you shoot from, right? It's your shoot position. But people naturally, like, drift left and right of it. But if you stand at the position, you can see everything. Um, yeah. So that's... I used my
1: sh- trigger stick anyway. Did you? Did I? Did I? No, maybe not. <clears throat> we can delete that in post-production um <laughs> i don't care um, i can't remember yeah i can't recall i can't recall i can't recall um i had to go on the net this year graham
0: uh, i ran in out of time
1: did you i think yeah. i was the same
0: like i think it was it was tight man like you had to um do everything right uh semi fantastic um I'd almost, Probably a
1: shorter, shorter overall gun, so a bit easier sh- yep. for going in and out of the
0: lighter weight position. Yep. Uh, so I was loading up against the net using the like you push forward onto it. Um, oh yeah, it's a lot of movements. What is it like? Three hits on each target or four hits on each target? Three, okay, whatever it is. Um, that was that's a cool stage. Like that's not. I think the longest target's like fifty. I think it's fifty-five or sixty meters.
1: Yeah, close to sixty. So um, like everything for me was like. What What did you do on the super short target? Did you? Down stick was real steep.
0: Like yeah, I, I just went to the top net, like the top windows, yeah. and shot from there. Yeah. And yeah. then I come down two layers, shot the intermediate ones, and then I come up to the second from the top layer, and shot the uh, the furthest one I think something like that. But I just I think I, oh I haven't got the scores here. I didn't look, but I think I was a, a hit off um clearing it I would have loved to have cleared it um I come close on last lot yeah. of stages to clearing but it didn't
1: <laughs> um, I think a few guys in the squad had problems on the second or third target like they just couldn't I don't know it must have been an, I don't know, a weird distance that they were consistently not hitting it it was a bit a bit of an odd one the, the,
0: the short target you had to hold above the next two yeah. targets you just aimed at them and then a the long yeah, target. But was I, me- 0.5. I remember
1: I remember a couple of people having issues tr- hitting that next target. Mm. and that's sort oh, I just moved on onto to the next ones and didn't have a problem on the others, but sometimes yeah. Yeah. But no, that was good. I think I, once again I pulled everything off the gun, so I just had just a clean barrel to chuck in and out of the, the net and away you went. Um, there's a lot of safety calling <laughs> moving in and out, so
0: Yes, that was that was I probably could have been no. slightly better with it like i was engaging the safety and i was sort of saying safety but i was i was trying to move fast and although yeah. my, my supervising computer was right there but i could have been I, afterwards i was thinking to myself i could have been a bit better with that um i was i'd that say still i was is, doing still a, the safe minimum is what i was doing i was doing yeah yeah
1: it still has the same safety isn't it like yeah the <laughs> side button yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's just not they're all the same. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So I yeah I yep. just I finally found the scores. Uh, I come out yeah one hit short on that stage. Oh yeah, Yep. Yeah. And but and Tom got two more points than me. Yeah. What did I get? Uh, ooh, there we go right down. Find your name. Twenty five. So that's two away from complete or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I think okay. I've started to improve by then. Wes cleared
0: it. Wes and Tom bastard. Yeah bastards
1: oh, yeah anyway so that's um speed versus position so how do you end up in the end of the day graham
0: oh I, I want to talk about the tank trap stage oh sorry because that was a cool one so the tank trap stage was uh well obviously tank trap because i, I believe simon didn't want to move with the manuka from top of the hill <clears throat> and then there was a target at like i don't know 60 meters and then like 120 meters or something up the hill a uh, bit of a bit of a change of not massive change of direction, twenty, twenty-five, thirty degrees or something. And then, how did it work? You shot, you shot each target once, and then you shot two targets off the Learn Your limits rack at 40, 50, 40 meters.
1: You had to shoot the first three, didn't you, off the two, tank trap? Oh, two, two,
0: two, two, whatever. Yep. Yeah, and then so there's five different colours on the tank trap, so from four different colours yeah um, that was cool and then because by the end so i went i started high and worked my way down so i was essentially prone on the, the bottom of the tank trap for the last run um, yeah I, I actually i'm pretty sure i think i missed my first shot at the lunar limit Rack at 50 meters like just flat out missed it and i was like oh no but then i I got through the rack pretty much to the second, second to last one on my purple run i think that took so that by that point that's now, Simon's doesn't go down to five. I think this goes down to ten. So the last, second last must be 15 millimeters wide. And then, so five eighths of an inch for the Americans. And then the last one's 10 mil, so close enough to three eighths. Um, and yeah, it could be like two or three to hit the second last one. And then the third one, I just I happened to have a mag change and right on time, same thing, two, three seconds left, I just ripped a whole mag, a full 10 round mag. And it must have been my last shot just fear whacked it in the middle and spun it um so I was pretty stoked there because I actually looking at scores I was the only one to clear that stage and it was a high point scoring stage so it was forty points up for grabs on that stage so the highest of the day um now you got thirty what happened there you missed the last few did I you only
1: had thirty
0: points yeah out of forty. i can't remember well you must have missed
1: yeah that'll be it <laughs>
0: it was a lot of it was a lot of movements a lot of transitioning between things so <clears throat> i set my zero for i think it was because i ran 25 meter zero so it was like 0.1 because i wanted it to be bang on for the the lunar limits rack and then i held over for the the two further targets um i actually got a little bit of wind on there too i um, ended up having to not because it was very one thing we haven't mentioned the weather was lovely so there wasn't a lot of wind to be held oh
1: yeah true good point yeah it was um very good first in quite a while that we've had um nice weather sunny and wind was pretty benign so
0: i think yeah by the time i got to my last stage being stage one which was the long range learning limits rack i had like Out of 170 i think i have 0.5 on or something like it wasn't a lot and that was right at the end of the day as the temperature was changing so um yeah any other standout stages for you mark stumped that didn't go that well for me
1: no neither so we'll move on from that i didn't make it i didn't make it to the tree
0: oh you got 18 points i only got 25 yeah (laughs) so okay okay, so this this was okay this was probably my biggest mistake of the day there's actually a video of it um i started i was like i'm gonna freaking smash this stage right targets aren't particularly hard time is tight but i've got uh pretty fast setup so i boom, 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 boom and as i'm doing it i go to i go to move and i'm like there's I think it's five targets. Um, unbeknown to me, I'd only shot four of them. I missed the. I just ignored the pig, which was worth like four points too. Funnily enough. Uh, and then I start to move, and I hook the tri mag on something, and it, it. I thought the mag had fallen out, but what it had done is um, it might even been before I moved, it had just popped off the tri mag coupler. Yeah. So I like fumble around with that for a couple seconds, and then I, I just drop the mag, and as I'm moving, I insert a new mag, and, and, and the supervising competitor, who happened to be my wife, she's like, you forgot a target, and it's in the video, you hear me go, no, I didn't, and I run to the next tree, and as I get to the next tree, I see the target I haven't shot, which is a little pig, and I end up fumbling and mucking, anyway, so I was down a hit from both positions, uh, hence why I got a, uh, a 25 instead of a, 32 which i i with the, t- the 1022 and the plenty of ammo on that stage it should have been a pretty solid stage for me um but yeah. just i didn't plan i should have planned my route like start here here you know in a pattern and i i didn't and then the magazine coupling thing so where i'm going with that is the cheap vtp couplers i'm not overly fond of them now they keep sort of falling apart on me on the day uh. so but after that stage i ended up so i bought like i don't know what brand it is but it's for three um speed steel it's like a little holster that holds all the little 1022 mags so i'll just drop the mag and insert a new one um and i found that to be pretty fast so i went away from the trimags um and i don't think it handicapped me too much the rest of the day but you you, you enjoy the tri mags, don't you
1: uh, mine tend to hold on a lot better, so, and they haven't. They've only come apart a couple of times when I've basically bashed them against the stage. Mm. So, um, so yeah, no, I had no issue there. But
0: I, I did think maybe like a little touch of um, maybe not glue, but like silicone or something, just to aid them staying together, but something like if you wanted to remove it, you could. Um, yeah i now there is what well, is available well out of stock at the moment, but there's a oh, i don't know there, there's a triple magazine for the ten twenty two but it's a sort of one piece design so it's not clipped together it's three magazines that are casted together cast yep. together um when they come back in stock, I might get one of those they've got a hundred and eighty bucks though but <clears throat> i notice um three-gun guys i think may use them not three-gun speed steel anyway another little trick that uh, we might get for next year but yeah so how did we end up what's the what's the sort of rough results in the day mark we'll do the well roughly uh, names
1: i was one of only two people in rifleman class to clear the forest and trees that's good um fun fact Uh, as usual cleared the posts, thinking, wow, that's great, but every other bastard did too. So, um, It's always happens when I clear a stage.
0: The posts, uh, nearly everyone did. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. What happened to Carl Knox? What happened to Carl on that stage? 21 points.
1: Ah, uh, Sorry, the pressure was getting to him.
0: Was it? Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> do, you, do you know what's unfortunate what happened, about yeah. that? Because he really should have been a clear there, so an extra 12, 13 points would have put him...
1: Well, it didn't, did
0: it? No, this it's, it's a fourth. Though. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's just interesting though because it's um, it's a gimme almost, right? Yeah, bugger. yeah, bugger, bugger. Anyway, okay. Sorry, sorry. Carry on.
1: Yeah. So overall, uh, you saying the overall whoever won, yeah, what even? Yeah, well, just go have the
0: top five, though, Since you're not in it. Yep, um, yep.
1: Yeah, so I'm not in the top five. I was uh, seventh on uh, 213. Okay, we're doing top, Carl,
0: seven.
1: Carl, top seven. Carl, my squad mate, was three points ahead um, on 216 because at the end we didn't know the points for the blind stage, like per hit. Mm. And I was like, damn it, I hope they're like two points or something because then that, <laughs> I, had, I had enough lead on him. It's like, Simon, please make it two points per hit. Damn it. No, it's not. Um, I think it was three. So hence why I got six here, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Righto, then in fourth place with the biathlon gun was Wes and two um, shot up. Won, so I'm just three. gonna
0: so Wes come in fifth place. Oh sorry, fifth. Beth with with yep. his Volkortsen on two hundred and seven two hundred and eighteen points. No, seventeen.
1: Two yeah. seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Jordan was fourth.
0: On 218. One, one point ahead, so not even a hit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Then Nicholas significantly up on that and third on 241. And then the the great and powerful Graham was uh, on 258. Um, so a clear second. And Tom. Tom Sims, one shot ahead, one the, hit ahead.
0: To Tom me. Sims from Team Gunrack, I might add.
1: Yeah, our team's newly announced <laughs> <clears throat> Team Gunrack Shooter. Yeah,
0: is he their Yay. first shooter, or did they replace someone Yeah, else? sounds
1: like it, yeah, yeah. Um, he's not the OG, not one of the OGs, no, no. Some Johnny-come-lately. Yeah. Anyway, we won't dwell on that.
0: <clears throat> yes, yes, we will, but anyway. <laughs>
1: okay, on 261, so World Under Tom, I think it's the first comp when he's had
0: no okay. I uh we my illegitimate first equal with him at um the wet steel oh. whatever um nine lives nine lives.
1: oh yep that's right that's quite a while ago yes
0: yep now good work Tom uh so that gives him a good boost in the um Spark series good 100 points yeah towards his series final um and I would we say must not,
1: must not move on before we we mention the the uh the Hunter class
0: uh, the, yes, so sorry. So obviously...
1: The, um, the the budget class, the hunters, the the new shooters, the good shooters trying to sneak into a class where they can win easily. Class.
0: Hunter are, you class. Mo- are you moving there? Am I moving down there?
1: No. No.
0: I don't think you have any guns at qualifying.
1: So we had uh, Ryan T, Jonathan M and Luke R. Is that correct?
0: So we had Luke. Yeah, so you, you, you didn't give an order. But yeah, Luke coming with the win. Jonathan in second. Yep. And Ryan in third. So Ryan had a blazing hot day. It was great. And then, the uh, funnily enough, the post stage, uh, he cooked it. Uh, he's in our squad. He shot really well. He's gutted with himself too, man. And it was one of those... I can't remember what he did wrong. I'm not sure if you figured it out. But it's just... Yeah, he was gutted with himself. Like you look at his scores,
1: Him and Carl, yeah, yeah, no good on posts. <laughs>
0: yeah, on the posts, <laughs> um, he did well on the blind stage. Um, yeah, you see
1: that's uh, that, so the overall, the rifleman had a very competitive top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Basically, yeah, the top top six or seven were all in the, within kui of each other, so yeah close the top seven
0: is it it top seven just because you're in said top seven
1: no no I'm just saying um, well no my points are way below yours Mm. but I'm just saying that the points spread in the the hunter class at the top was pretty close
0: on hunter class sorry Um, yes we're talking about that again Graham they did very well Um, special mention to Ruben who was going really well and then he zeroed the last stage. <laughs> he, so he's a, my apprentice from work, um, he was sitting great in points. So, so he finished the day at 228. That's with the zero on the last stage. And the winner got 257. So if he had have cleared that stage, which is a 32-point stage, he would have won. But he did not. Poor bugger. Um, yeah he 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 got most of the way i don't he got most of the way through that they shot a, a similar thing but they shot a Lunar limits rack at close yeah. range and then they banked it on a further target yeah and he's shooting at the bank at target and we're like oh you're coming in low you're coming in low and then he finished and he didn't hit it so he didn't get any points and pretty new to the sport too so he's struggling to watch his misses and stuff but um simon goes what were you holding he goes, oh, a mil? And he's like, oh, you should have had, like, two mil on for that target. And Ruben's like, oh, yeah, that, checks his data and goes, oh, yeah, it's a good point. I, sh- I should have had two mil elevation for that. Because it was a pretty big, like, the banquet plate was, like, a 100 mil plate. Or a, it it's pretty big. Hmm. Poor bugger. Yeah. He keeps coming up to me at work and running it through again and again through his head. But, um... Yeah. Well, overall, I'd say another excellent event. GPRE do a great job, and they do they do a great job putting on like non-standard cookie cutter matches. You know what I mean? They've all got their own sort of flair and 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 uh, style, um, and they're not just uh you know here's a drum, here's a fucking barricade. Put your bag on it. Like the there's a lot of thought goes into it, and it shows yeah. how fun it is. Um, and and a wicked chance to like intentionally take the semis along and and run them fast that's a real buzz especially with the uh you know we can't have the center fires in case we turn into terrorists so um being able to run the 1022 is, is good fun um yeah bring on round three and pew pew eh start of august so yeah for those listening who want to know overall s- oh the series yep. score well, well i would say because although i am sitting quite good in the series score it's it's only we're only early in the season so there's people who only have one score who have a very good first score so the first second
1: that's their that's their problem
0: (laughs) so first second third from the first event we're not at this event right Uh so yeah so take it with a grain of salt like we're sitting pretty good in this series now mark but we need to get some more wins this is what i'm beating around the bush at um
1: well, what I'm saying, I'm sitting best for the worst, you know, on average shooter.
0: Best worst good. shooter.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that is true. Um, you have the most consistent yeah. score with two sevens.
1: That's right. Most yeah. consistent. Not some up and down C-class slash A-class shooter.
0: Yeah, be yeah, bug of that. Um, so the next round's pretty uh, well locked in for first weekend of August in Pupu, so the P10 Practical. It's coming back. Uh, that'll be our first official event with the new range regulations. Um, so that'll be interesting, um, but that's for us to worry about. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's a few other... Ev- oh, also coming up is our, uh, the Masterpiece Arms Winter Field Shoot at Ahatiri. So our annual mid-year event, Cinefire event, one-day match Uh <coughs> Very heavily field orientated, You're shooting out the trees and awkward areas. A pretty, pretty cool event. Uh, it is currently sold out, but if you want to come along, get yourself on the waiting list because I can ninety-five percent guarantee a spot will come available because the waiting list has only got like two people on it. So get your name on it uh, and plan on coming because you you'll you'll come essentially. We always have people drop out with who've got the coup or you know their wife doesn't like 24th June so one month from the release of this podcast sponsored by Masterpiece Arms New Zealand and Guns NZ so there'll be a little bit of stuff up for grabs random blah 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 should be trophies uh, if all goes well Um, and it'll be a very competitive cool event Uh, there's a couple more events I'll announce maybe at the end of the next podcast Um, the weather will be good too probably not (laughs) Um, and now you may have noticed we didn't talk about the um, Swamp Brutality match which was the match the day after this that's going to be the next episode and Simon Gillis uh, the sort of brains behind that match is coming on for that one and we'll go over that then Uh, any last closing thoughts from you Marky Mark?
1: no uh, Tina Turner died that's pretty upsetting Uh, is that the the one who,
0: who showed her titties back in the day? no who was that? no
1: I knew this would happen graham
0: i'm not as old as you
1: no knowledge if i
0: googled tina turner's breasts anyway
1: um did great things with the nrl rugby league sponsorship back in the winfield cup days in the early 90s which you probably didn't even exist when that happened so i was born in Um,
0: 1991
1: have a look on youtube some great great ads (laughs) Yeah, I will, you know, I will Jimmy I will. Jimmy Barnes blazing in a way, singing. I don't know anyway. who it is. I <laughs> can't All
0: right. Thank thanks everyone for listening. We'll probably try to pump out another episode next week. Um Righto. Uh, all right, catch you later.
1: See ya.